0: Hello! Welcome to Tales of a Latin Mommy, the ultimate guide to rebuilding a financial foundation. The podcast that inspires you to change your relationship with money and motivates you to rebuild your financial foundation. I'm your host, Melanie Arce. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tales of Latin Mommy, a mommy's guide to rebuilding a financial foundation. I'm your host Melanie Arce, and today, for a little change of pace, I thought I'd invite my my ex, my ex, <laughs> my ex hairstylist.
1: <laughs>
0: everybody, please welcome Stephanie Dandos.
1: <laughs> hey, Melanie.
0: Stephanie has been a hairstylist for over 10 years now and has transitioned to teaching hairstylists and mentoring people in mindset shifts that she has learned over the years of working for and on herself. She is a bonus mom to two preteen boys and is a believer in Jesus who loves sharing what God has taught her with others. She started with her podcast, Brazen in March like me (laughs) and enjoy sharing that platform with others as guests and creating community again everybody welcome stephanie thank you so much for having me on melanie (laughs) you know it's it's been a hot minute since i've talked to you stephanie and uh you know we we always talk behind the scenes on instagram but i know that i watch you you know, I'd be creeping up on your page, and I'm like, <laughs> I gotta, I need motivation. And I know you always have so much energy, you know, for a single mom now. I'm a single mom now. You know, motivation is really important to me. And you you bring that to the table every day, girl. And you're so positive all the time. So thank you. I wanted thank to you. record with you because you are just you're just so lovely like that. You are, you are so. Like I said I wanted to talk to you on motivation what's your motivation Hunt? i how do you get your energy how do you, what's your process like cuz it's amazing
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are so sweet thank you so much um honestly so I am an Enneagram 3, so anybody that is familiar with the Enneagrams, I literally am called the achiever. So for a very, very long time, I was motivated by fear and scarcity, to be completely honest. So this last, I'd say, two to five years has been me, like, examining what my motives were and why I was doing what I was doing. And was I trying to achieve all these things to kind of fill a hole or was I, cause I got burnout in that process. You will never have enough. You never feel like you're enough. And so it's been me transitioning into really finding like my why and really finding time to rest while still, being motivated and being kind to myself. So I think motivation definitely comes from action. So I'm very big on, and I teach this to my boys. uh, Tony Robbins teaches five, four, three, two, one, go like just go, count down from five and just do whatever you need to do. I also do my most difficult things that I don't wanna do first. So I was always that kid and I wasn't super motivated. I didn't really push myself, but I had a lot of regret. And so I've really had to examine and be like, okay, I don't want to have the feeling of regret. So I'd much rather have the pain of discipline and I'm just going to make myself do Mm -hmm. what I don't want to do first. And then cutting down my to-do lists. I'm a person that makes to-do lists and Mm -hmm. I don't do it anymore. And I know that's probably counterintuitive to what most people think like, oh, I need to make a list to do these things, but I'm really chasing a feeling now. Mm -hmm. I want to feel fulfilled. I want to create positive energy within myself and around me. So I'm thinking more of what are some things that I can do to keep that momentum going. And I'm chasing more of a feeling and more of energy than necessarily like ticking things off a list as um, a three that can be really satisfactory to me to tick things off of a list, but it doesn't always feel good. You sometimes feel overwhelmed. So for me, it's been, what do I want to feel? What would help me feel fulfilled today? And, and I'm learning sometimes that's like, mm-hmm. I want to take my kid on a hike or I want to go fishing with him. And that's not necessarily achieving things. If you think about what it might be a, a business wise or that kind of stuff. But I notice when I do those things, I have more energy to put into my podcast on the day that I'm going to set aside to write that or to record it or, I'm much more inclined to post to social media because that's part of what I do to network. Whereas if I'm sometimes in a negative headspace, you get caught in a comparison game. You get caught in like, I have to post this. People can sense when your energy's forced. So it's finding finding that balance and chasing the feeling
0: yeah yeah once again this week it's just divine intervention because i'm not joking last night i said a prayer you know to the universe and i'm like how do i get over these feelings and you're using them girl that's so smart you know here i'm thinking it's like bondage and it's a burden and you're using them that's that's brilliant that's really brilliant.
1: They're a gift. Ugh. They're really a gift. And I totally can relate. I struggled with anxiety and depression most of my life. And I still, it's not that I don't have it, it's that I've learned to use it and to examine it and to be gentle with myself too. Because usually, if you're feeling anxious or you're feeling depressed, you need something so instead of feeling shame which that shame cycle can be real don't shame yourself for feeling it instead be like what do i need right now and how can i make this situation better for myself
0: right right now you said you were burnt out for a while and like i like we shared um in the pre show call it's just it's been too long i know you graduated from college and then you became a co-parent and <laughs> You're just you just a blown up girl. You have. (laughs) You have. And I'm and I sit there, I'm like, is this the same Stephanie? Yes, it's the same Stephanie, right? (laughs) So I guess, you know, for someone like myself, how do you find strength? I know you're a Christ follower, you know, I'm more spiritual now. Mm-hmm. I'm more spiritual now. It, it doesn't mean that I don't value what Christ has taught me. Cause I grew up as a Christian and I, I love the same way that Christ taught me, you know, you know, you serve others in your, in your path. How has all of that, you know, maybe taught you more about, you know, being disciplined to your cause to, to find your life path. I, I'm just curious.
1: Yeah. So Um, That's a great question. A lot of, so I had a, I had a victim mentality for a long time and I had the mentality that things happen to me. And I mean, up until probably a year ago, I very much struggled with just focusing very much on the external. And the Bible teaches that the battle that we have is not against flesh and blood. And I don't think that really clicked until about a year ago where it was like, oh, I'm being distracted by all of these things that are around me that I'm trying to control when really the only thing I can control is myself and how I view the things that are happening around me. So what if I changed my perspective that things didn't happen to me, they happened for me, that everything in my life is, ha- is coming to teach me something. And whether that is a positive or a negative experience, it's really up for me to decide because all events around us are neutral everything around us is neutral. It all depends on the story that is within you and what you're telling yourself about what's around you. I think as a strong person, and I have a strong personality, everybody's always viewed me as strong. I'm very blunt, but as strong people, we are tend to To we tend to tell ourselves and be told that we can't feel or we should stuff those things down and just keep pushing forward. And when I say burnout, that's literally what I was doing is I give people the visualization that I was a speedboat, like going really fast on the surface of the water and not really feeling things deeply. And what I've made intentional in my life is that finding strength comes from me finding compassion for myself how I found compassion for myself is asking for help and strong people also are taught that we don't ask for help but in reality asking for help is a sign of strength that you're saying I'm self-aware enough that I know that I need someone to take my hand in this moment and help me through whatever it is so what it what my strength has come from is the people that are around me, the people that I talk to, the people that I have asked for help, um, the people that I have allowed in that I can lean on. And a lot of that has come from being a co-parent. Like parenting is hard. It is one of the hardest things I have ever done. And it doesn't matter if they're your flesh or blood or not. I love them like they are my own. And I have one of my sons full-time. So, you know, mom- Mm -hmm momming is a verb it's it's not necessarily just having the child it's what you do for the child and it has been very challenging but what it's made me realize is that he is giving me an opportunity to really face myself and to really see what I, i need to work on and then also to lean outward to the people that are around me and say yo like this is the hardest thing i've ever done how do i do this most people don't know but they will give you insight Or they they will share what they've (laughs) learned through their experience. Um, But that really is where a lot of my strength comes from is just realizing that I have people that are around me, that I'm going to have weak moments, that those are times where we pray like you did last night, where we just pray for that revelation. And a lot of times, most of the time, the prayer is for us. The prayer is our realization that we are opening to that opportunity to allow ourselves to receive help that's all that it is. It's always there. The the opportunities are always there. It's just, are you, are you ready and willing to receive them?
0: Oh, wow. Wow. Girl, you should be a preacher, honestly, (laughs) because I'm listening to you and I'm like, you know, if she was behind the pulpit, they might lure me back every Sunday. (laughs) You know, it's a little bit of soul with a whole lot of spiritual. I I love it. I'm like, oh my gosh. Wow. I mean, it just it's it speaks volumes to me, especially now. Good. Um, and I've I've noticed, especially while listening on your podcast, you know, you're you're always all about positivity. How can we stay positive, Steph? I mean, seriously, like it's terrible for me to say this, but you know, I'm gonna own my stuff because, like, I love serving my community. I do. I really do. Uh, I got into this to help people to give people resources, you know, but it's, it's a struggle. It's a struggle for me to keep going, but I keep doing it. Why? I mean, because I feel like the messages keep coming in for me. <laughs> what you're saying yes. is for me. Like, yes. Oh my gosh. So, um, explain if you can sit real quick. I don't know if it real quick is possible, but because I feel like You're on a roll girl, Um, but where do you find your strength? You know, where do you find your strength?
1: So when it comes to, to positivity, I, so I, like I said, struggled with depression. I was very much like things are happening to me and what has allowed me to, I think I have, I have two people that have helped me the most with this. And that's my mom and my stepdad. And they use the word reframe. So I reframe things a lot for myself. So you can look at things multiple in multiple ways, right? But if you're reframing something as this is happening to me and reframing it to this is happening for me you automatically start to think of ways that this is helping you to grow. And I Mm -hmm. think in, in what you're talking about, when you are stepping into what you would call your true path or what I would call my calling, you know, what God has placed Mm -hmm. me on this earth to do. It is very natural. If you understand that there are light and dark forces that you are going to have resistance. So with resistance, it okay. So I heard an acronym for ego, your ego, E-G-O, everyone's greatest obstacle. Your ego is your conscious mind, but 93% of your, your brain function is your subconscious mind. So that is all of our banked memories. So when you're walking into your true path or your calling, you have to cut through the ego to get to where the subconscious, like that's where your calling is, is who you were meant to be before all the crap happened that's in your life. And that doesn't, a lot of people focus on early childhood. It's not always the first five years. I have traumatic memories from my teens, from my top 20s. Like it could happen tomorrow, something that could right. be deemed traumatic. So it it's really sifting through those self-limiting beliefs. So beliefs that we have about ourselves, we place mm-hmm. those on ourselves. And all the belief is, is a recurring thought. You've thought the thought enough that you believe it to be true. Mm-hmm. So you're experiencing resistance, and that is a total natural part of growth. Mm. So it's reframing the strength. It's exactly like if someone was dieting and exercising. You you do hard things, and you watch your body slowly adapt to those hard things, and you get better, and you get in better shape. You get you get less sore. You notice you can run farther, whatever that might be. It's the same internally when it comes to our mental and our spiritual growth. You're gonna experience yeah. resistance, but if you keep going you will notice that you're stronger. You will notice like, I, you know, I didn't always have this much hope that I have now, but really it's like the hard stuff that I've gone through. I've just told myself like, it'll get better. Um, I journal a lot. If you journal, then you can actually go back and look at your life and say, wow, I've been through some hard things and I'm still here. Or wow, my mentality Mm -hmm. was there, but now it's here. Like you will see that you grow, And it's also just self-compassion, self-forgiveness. That's something that I'm working on currently. I have a hypno coach. I go to hypnosis. She she helps me. She has a podcast too. Her name is Kelsey Padigos and it's the confidence company. And she is absolutely amazing. I've been working with her uh, and we've been working a lot on self-forgiveness on the fact that by forgiving myself, I can show more compassion to others. And by forgiving myself, I actually release myself from those self-limiting beliefs because the unforgiveness and resentment is why I believe those things about myself in the first place. Uh-huh. So it's actually allowed me to say, like, I'm not that person because what you tell yourself you are, that's how you're going to act.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So if you just tell yourself, like, I'm strong, I can make it through this. That doesn't mean all of the things that we, you know, assume about a strong person, a strong person still asks for help. A strong person still is self-aware. A strong person still has moments where they want rest, but a strong yes. person just keeps going. Just keep going. Yes. Yes. Oh
0: man. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> They're working hard on me. I'm not even joking. (laughs) You just said, I like, I, I, I have my own soul tribe too. And, and I just asked somebody recently, like, is it okay if I reach out for help? You know, if I get help from a, from a therapist, because I, I lied to myself and told myself I shouldn't speak ill of people. I shouldn't. And, and, and in therapy, I might you know, say some bad things about people. So I shouldn't be going to therapy, but you're right. I mean, you're totally right. You know, I need to like stop feeding myself that because otherwise I'm still, I'm still going to continue to like fester and, Inside, and I'm not going to overcome all of those self limiting beliefs. Well, and
1: get it out too. I just, I'm working through a book right now that's called Mirror Work by Louise Hay, and it's a 21 mm-hmm. day journey of healing. And you're looking in the mirror and you're saying affirmations. One of the days I had to list out all of my resentments all the people that I had resentment towards, all of them. And when you think the list is done, you got a few more. And um, (laughs) she also had me because I I struggle with that. The same thing you're talking about where I will feel feelings and then I'll feel bad for having those feelings. And I'll be like, Oh my gosh, like, I can't believe I think those things Or but it's totally normal to think those things. Instead, I'm giving myself space and permission to be angry. So I'm laying on my, this doesn't sound crazy, but I lay on my bed. I got pillows next to me. this is what me and Kelsey have been working with. And I'm punching those pillows. And then I'm looking in the mirror and I'm acting like I'm talking to that person. And I'm saying all the things that I want to say and all the things that I think, and literally the act of doing that and just getting it out. Is so much healthier than holding it inside. And then it will come out in your behavior because it is a thought that you have. Then you feel, then you get in that shame cycle. With me, I tend to, when I feel unsafe, I'll get snarky or sarcastic. And so I'll say something Mm -hmm. and I'll be like, dang, like, then I feel shame for what I just did on top of having my feelings. And you don't want to be there. You instead want to release that energy because everything is energy so you want to release that energy of the thoughts that you're having and Mm -hmm. they're human thoughts like everybody has them it's just you don't want to act on them
0: my gosh girl I'm so glad you're a podcaster (laughs) 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 because uh, now I get to I'm totally going to turn tune into you religiously thank you I know we had talked about only doing 30 minutes, but if you don't mind real quick, you know, if I ask you a few more Mm -hmm. questions.
1: Totally fine. How did you come to
0: podcasting? I'm just curious. What made you decide suddenly, oh, I'm going to be a podcaster? Oh
1: my gosh. So I, I owned a condo and I had a roommate who was like a little sister to me and no joke, we would sit in the living room and we would talk and I remember As I'd be talking to her, sometimes she'd be journaling, like sitting on the couch or hanging out. And one time she she literally showed me her journals from talking to me. She's like, girl, like these are bullet points. Like this looks like an outline from church. Like how are you not sharing this information with people? Like, why are you not talking to people? And in my family, this is what's so funny about me being a hairstylist and, and talking, right? Because that's a yeah. huge part is communicating with people. And then me having the podcast is my family actually gave me a very hard time for most of my life for talking too much. My Mm -hmm. dad would, you never shut up. You never, you know, and then my grandma even would be like, you'd be talking like when you were like four and, you know, you'd be talking about everything. And and here I'm thinking like, okay, like what's the 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 big deal? Like, (laughs) like I, it's better than the, you know, me not wanting to talk to you guys. Like I felt comfortable and I loved you guys and I, and I wanted to share But that has come into me using this as a gift and realizing like, I'm just a communicator and I love talking with people and feeling that connection. And so I took that experience from my childhood, plus the experience with my friend. And Mm -hmm. I started listening to a podcast and she has a course where she will literally walk you through in a month of like just a few PowerPoints on what to do you meet some audio engineers through her program too and then she'll tell you what equipment she recommends and kind of the process of doing it and that got me familiar and at least right. kind of comfortable it still took me another three weeks after that to actually pull the trigger and like do it right. um, as you know scary like, yes! in the beginning. <laughs> You're like, oh my god what am I doing <laughs> yes and what am I talking about and why am I doing this and you yeah. ask yourself that even now through the course of, of doing it, I still am like, is anybody listening? Like, is this, Mm -hmm. am I doing anything? Like, cause you're by yourself, you're recording by yourself a lot or with the, one other person, but it kind of came from that. And then my husband is super supportive Uh, the the pandemic. I didn't work for half the year um, Mm -hmm. because being a hairstylist in California, before that I was working six days a week as a hairstylist. So I wasn't really doing anything else. And it really gave me an opportunity to kind of explore other giftings that I had and, and to kind of pivot. In a way yeah. um and so i jumped right in i've been doing weekly episodes since kind of whatever comes up to, to heart like you were talking about like whatever mm-hmm. just you feel like you need other people need um yeah. sharing knowledge having you know interviews just whatever i feel like people will be moved by will be benefited you know, from hearing anything like that. So I've kind of just jumped in.
0: Right, right. That's so great. And I know that from being in your chair, (laughs) being my ex hairstylist, I know (laughs) that I always have plenty to talk to you about. And you have plenty to share, too, because you're you're just so cool and Hmm. positive, positive. Wow. I hope if you're listening to this, folks, or whoever, that, you know, you take from this episode that regular people can be everyday heroes. And, you know, I I certainly look at Stephanie as that you know, we talk regularly now on Instagram and, you know, behind the scenes, like I said, but I forgot what it was like to sit in her chair and I feel like I'm there now. Oh, that's
1: so amazing. I'm so proud of you too. I'm just like, wow. Thank you, girl. You too. Wow. Sounds like wow. you are on a path of self-discovery as well. It's you good. would
0: it's good. not believe. You would not believe. <laughs> <laughs> so single moms out there, I started this. This podcast for all mommies, you know, Latin or not, for you to maybe get some resources and some motivation. And I hope that Stephanie. Stephanie has helped you out. Steph, can you before we end the podcast, can you share with everybody where we can find you and how people can get a hold of you cuz I'm sure people are going to want to follow up. Yeah. You know, if not if not just to listen to the podcast, maybe they got to get their hair done like <laughs> I do.
1: <laughs> you are so funny. Well, um so my Instagram handle is um s D as in David. Well, Dandos, that's my last name. So SB hair and health. And you can find me on Instagram. I also my podcast name is brazen. And I have all of my contact info, including my website all on my Instagram. So people just want to pop on there. That would probably be the best way to find me.
0: Awesome. And I'll make sure that I include all of your stats in the show notes. And um, if you if you aren't comfortable with, with social media, then you can find it in the show notes at wherever you get your your podcast, okay? Totally. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. Thanks again, Stephanie.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. Thank
0: you. Of course, of course. Thanks again for being on the show, girls. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. If you want to reach out to me, you can email me at AventurasTalesOfALatinMommy.com or look in the description of the podcast for more information.